so you're it's all well and good to like you know like think that you're over encumbered mm-hmm. and and you know you shed a couple things here and there it's like maybe you don't need as many chairs in your house as you do right right that's all well and good but what about what about the big questions people ask what about someone who's um very 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 unhappy in their relationship mm-hmm. um because that's a little bit harder yeah that's a little bit scarier you know what i mean what about a person who's been working at the same job for 6 years and because it's really hard to leave something they've they've for the last 5 years been very unhappy and have not had that joyful glee i really admire people really admire people who and i maybe courage isn't the right word but well i guess it probably is but you know but like i really admire people who have the capacity to address those first of all honestly or be honest with themselves mm-hmm. in in how they mm-hmm. feel about it and then also make their honesty like an outward expression well i mean to bring back the parkour metaphor yeah um one of the things that a, a good parkour teacher if you were to find one would tell you is that you know you don't start by doing a fucking cat jump off of a building and trying to land yeah. on the building you're gonna die yeah dude you you start with the little things. Yeah. And that's where it come back to, to the, the simple shit. And Jordan Peterson, yeah. clean your room yeah. and, and dress nicely and, and, you know, shower every like day. It or not, do I, I do, I do love that. And I'm, I'm glad you said that because I really get a lot out of that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I really, I think that's a perfect, like, like the clean your room idea. Yeah, you know, totally. it's really helpful. Well, we were talking before about the need to separate good from, from not so good with, yeah. a, with a person. And, and and whether we agree with ideas and beliefs yeah, and yeah. all or we, nothing we, we don't maybe we don't agree with Jordan Peterson's politics uh, I don't but but that doesn't mean the things he says that are right are not right sure but, I mean that and that's just sort of the the thing is I don't know I think we're better off in the world if we 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 look out and we try to see things as they are mm-hmm. rather than uh, compartmentalize and and describe them mm-hmm. like oh that's a this that's 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 a this sort of a band or that's a this sort of a person we try to see them as they are we also will be like i suck Mm -hmm. i'm i'm a failure i'm a this i'm a that but the reality is you're not you're you're you are an assemblage of many things And, and to bring it back to what you were saying like when when you're in a situation like that the way that we get through it much like when we're dealing with a person and we want to see it as it is we'd be honest about it Jordan Peterson has good ideas. I don't like his politics, but he has good ideas. Yeah. If you're if you're in a spot where you're in a relationship that's not working, the first step is being like, this isn't working. Yeah. And then you can approach it in in the way that you are suited to. Bring it back to that that idea of, of the parkour. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, take the most difficult path. I, I forgot to add that there's a second part to that. It isn't take the most difficult path path possible, full stop. It's take the most difficult path path possible that you're capable of taking so so cool you know first step look at yourself what can i do mm-hmm. can i climb that wall can i jump from this building to building uh if the answer is no then that's not the path for you yeah if the answer is yes then 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 go for it so i think and and, and this is important to me and in, in sort of the struggles that i've been in with new jobs and and uh, the the sort of the changing shape of my what was a a, a long distance relationship into yeah. a a living with someone relationship um and these things are hard but 
uh, if we're honest with ourselves and, and, and we say like, this is difficult, what can I, how can I approach this obstacle? Mm-hmm. I think that's where the glee is, is, is the honesty and sort of the, the, the seeing it as it is. Mm-hmm. Like seeing, because we want to tell ourselves like, oh, well, it, a relationship should look this way. It should feel this way, sure. whatever that way is. And when it doesn't, we're like tense about it. Like, ah, oh, fuck, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But real, the reality is, and I can from from personal um, uh, experience in the last little while, it's like oh, the, something about this isn't isn't quite working. Mm-hmm. There's glee. There can be, I should say, glee in in recognizing that. Trying to see like how can I, what can I do about it? Sure. And perhaps sort of the question there is, and with the honesty is, do I want to? Mm-hmm. And, and then once you can honestly yeah. see all these things and you can look into, into the world or into the situation or whatever the thing is, you can, you can approach the obstacle and, and see it as fun mm-hmm. and see it as, as, as something you want to do. Like I'm going to get up in the morning and, and, and again, um, something Jordan Peterson talks about is making all the little things in your life really good. I'm going to get up in the morning yeah, nice. and I'm going to make sure that I, 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 tidy up my house i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that my room is clean but i'm also gonna make sure that that uh i still love my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and i tell her that and i put action into that but for me it's like i have a cat i I gotta spend time you know i love you cat maybe not telling her she doesn't know but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna feed the cat you know maybe play with the cat for a little while i'm gonna sit beside the cat um and i think one of the things that i've been doing lately that i found is super helpful and not 100 percent of the time I can't do it 100% of the time, but the, the key is trying to do it some of the time, is waking up a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, getting up, setting an alarm um, on days where you don't have to get up early or whatever, and yeah. getting up anyways. And actually getting up, yeah. Getting up and then I, yeah. doing things. It's, it's funny you saying that. That was right there. Like I was just thinking about um, – so I don't know. It doesn't matter. Timeline doesn't matter. The point is, is like when I started – um, when I started drinking and partying and stuff like that, I got really into drinking and partying and anyone that drinks and parties knows it takes place. If it doesn't take place every single day, it at least takes place on Friday and Saturday night. Right. And also what takes place on Friday and Saturday night, again, for them in most, in many cases is you're not working Friday and Saturday night. If you have like a nine to five job or whatever, if you're a weekend yeah. warrior or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, so, you know, like, you know, party really hard Friday night and that basically means Saturday morning is gone and somewhere or another, like through sleep or a hangover pain or whatever. But one thing I know about myself is that um, I love, like capital L, love waking up um, when other people are asleep and I have an opportunity to see the sun come up. Yeah. And that's very hippy dippy shit, but I love it. It feels good. Like I've, I've, I, it feels amazing. I love it. You know, Excuse like me. you feel very um, isolated. No, no, sorry. That's not, I do not want to go out and saying that. Like I, what I want to say is that you feel um, almost as if the world exists for you right there. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't think of a better way to say that. Like there's definitely a better way to say it. Point for is, a moment you're alone with, with the world. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, to, to, to be present for that, you have to, I had to sacrifice, um, party on Friday, Friday night. 
Yeah. Which is like such a little thing or whatever, right? But like what I was sacrificing uh, earlier on, I was I was sacrificing the potential of, of getting laid. Right. I was sacrificing going out and partying, um, whether like, you know, whatever, everything that goes with that. You know, I was sacrificing that, right? And it made potentially the Friday night either boring or lonely or when I first started doing it, um, tremendously uh, anxious, stressful. Right. Because like I was so conditioned as it were um to just going out it, it had become like automatic right whereas i had to consciously stay home but the reward was really great for that you know that that kind of glimmer because i love getting up and making food and all that kind of yeah. stuff um but uh what i want to say with that is that like fr- from that experience and and you know it's it's funny to adopt a cliche but um sometimes like you have to really you have to be present you know, you have to be present in your life, you know, like you have to be, you have to be present, like telling your cat that you love her isn't enough. You know I mean? You got to feed yeah, the cat, yeah, you, you got to be aware, you know, all that sort of thing. Uh, you know, telling your girlfriend or just loving your girl, it's all well and good that you love your girlfriend deep down inside your feely feels. <laughs> right. But you got to cuddle her. You got to be yeah, nice. How, you know? how are you going to take that into the world? How are you going to do it? You have to... It's not, it's not enough, like, it's not enough to just get to this unconscious state where everything is this fluid, you know, just beautiful outward directed thing. It's like, no, it takes work. Well, that, and that's sort of the, the key there yeah. is that it, it is work. It is, yeah. it is work to be present and, yeah. and to, to actually see these things because, like, the presence with a relationship is spending time on it. The yeah. presence with... A pet is spending time on it, um, and and there's an interesting thing. It's a bit hippy dippy, but I don't care. It's, it's I think it's amazing, and it's something I've been. Uh, I, just, I was listening to the to a Duncan Trussell podcast. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that. I love Duncan Trussell. A bit of a weirdo, but I, I love him. And he's he was, he's like adorable. Yeah, you know. So he was talking about he love yourself, man, mm-hmm. and and that's very simple. But the the key here is that be present with loving yourself and mm-hmm. in the same way that you, that I've got to get up in the morning and, 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 you know, intentionally work on, on making sure this cat loves me. I don't have to, but I, I choose to. Um, I also choose to get up in the morning and go into the world acting in love for myself. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is just like loving your girlfriend deep down is sort of meaningless if you don't do anything about it. Yeah. Loving yourself deep down is meaningless unless you do something about sure. it. And and where I'm really, really inspired by this uh, is what does it mean to love yourself if not to take care of yourself? Sure. To eat well, to not drink, to not, you know, maybe not never, but like to, but, you know. Well, to also allow yourself the, um, the, the freedom to have like guilt free. Yeah. Yeah. You know? but, but it's balance, right? It's, it's, it's at that point, it's like. I'm choosing to do this and I'm going to be present in doing this. And I think that's sort of the difference is um, when, when you were partying or when I was partying, I had a, a, um, a time where I did a lot of drinking and a lot mm-hmm. of partying. Um, you're not doing it to be there, you know, in a way, you're yeah. doing it to be drunk. You're doing it to not think about stuff. You're doing it. And a lot of people will say that really openly, like, oh, man, I just need to not think for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I understand yeah, that, and I think like there's written right into it. Yeah, yeah, there's a catharsis in that, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not 
explicitly saying that that's bad. I'm also However, not saying that it doesn't happen anymore either. Right. Like right. I haven't I haven't eschewed that for my life in any way. But. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, this is sort of the thing is that like you don't. I don't know. I was thinking about asceticism. For, yeah. for those who don't know, asceticism is sort of the the denial of the the, the physical, the material, the the pleasurable, uh, in search of something higher. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I was thinking about asceticism because um, uh, a lot of my I'm kind of conditioned towards that sort of thought process, but sure. I think it's flawed because um, I believe that that you know. Right now is what's important. Mm-hmm. Life is what's important. It's I'm not personally concerned with afterlifes or, or higher truths. I, I'm really concerned about being the best person I can be and living mm-hmm. a good life. And and um, I lost my train of thought. We're talking about asceticism, right? So so uh, disconnecting from all these things isn't the answer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and 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 this is something that that is taught in Buddhism, it's in some some forms of Buddhism, it's not so much about cutting everything away. Mm-hmm. It's not about never drinking alcohol. It's not about never having sex. It's about choosing to do those things, understanding them, being yeah. honest about them, and then doing them actively. Yeah. Like doing them with your mind, not just not just being there and turning off and all those other things. Yeah. Um, and again, like I think there is some catharsis in in disconnecting from your your trials and tribulations occasionally, but I think if we define that as as the place of comfort, we are comfortable when we're disconnected from our trials and tribulations. I think that only serves to make those things harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, again, it's not to say that only ever focus on 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 the hard parts of your life, but it does mean that uh, if you're going to uh, as we were talking about before, approach those things with glee. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you want to necessarily get into a space where you're all of your your comfort and your pleasure is derived from a state where you can completely avoid what's happening. Well, it's like you know, I can't remember when. Maybe it was that uh, that sh- that last show uh, you guys played. The first show with Wolfric. Um, at uh, what is it? Distortion. At Distortion, yeah. Um, uh, let's just say Wolfric. What do they have a band camp? I think so. Yeah. Wolfric spelt W O L F R I K. That's correct. Uh, at band camp, something like that. If you yeah, look up Wolfric Edmonton on you on Google, you'll you'll find them. They were playing a show, and if you like fast, really good punk rock, check them out. But the important thing about this is that Kevin and I and Andrew were having a conversation. And, um, um, of course, the only important thing about that conversation is what I said in it. Um, you know, we're talking about the idea of the monk um, sitting there, you know what I mean? And you, you have this image in your head of, of this very serene monk that has entered into this state of nirvana. You know what I mean? And they've been there for like 30 years, you know, like in this blissful state. But I mean, I conceive of the monk almost being in like a very stressed out space because they got into Nirvana 30 years ago and it was really awesome when they were there, but it was only a split second. And then they've spent the next 30 years trying to get back into it. Yeah. Right. So, so to draw upon that image a little bit for me anyways, um, to draw upon that image is like the idea of, um, maybe there's a certain kind of asceticism that's very good for you at a certain time. 
and for a certain time yeah. period. Yeah. You know, but to constantly be in that is to also deny yourself um, the joy of watching Bob's Burgers. Right, right, You right. know, and, and like... potato and, chips taste good. Yeah, and potato chips and, and like, you know, some fucking sweatpants and shit. Yeah. You know, but like that, you know, like... Not to, not to like, constantly fall back into cliches, but I mean, like, some sort of a balance, you know, some sort of... Uh, having some sort of... Um, functional functional binary like functional relationship a functional between. binary is a really really good way of describing it's, it it's it works right like like I mean, f- i'd hope it would be a bit more fluid but maybe that's the functional sure. part but but yeah i mean well that's that's that image of like uh like you know you know another image that is easily conjured up by most people is the yin and yang sort of thing like mm. the two fish kind of swimming into each other over and over mm. and over and over mm. as opposed to you know like we don't have square wheels. Right. You know? So. I think like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's all well and good to, to, um, to avoid pleasurable things. And I I think we got to asceticism for a really good reason. Like we started sort of saying like, you know, approach obstacles with glee and all this stuff. And I, I I believe all of that quite Mm -hmm. deeply, but, but it is super important to note that, that you, you literally can't do that all the time. Sure. You you're, you will waste yourself away. Um, and and I guess that's sort of the thing, though, is that um, if you're honest with yourself, if you really love yourself, um, I think there is a lot of, of life that, that – not a lot of life, sorry, but a lot of, like, maybe media that's meant to be uplifting that says, like, love yourself, take a you day. That, that, that's great. And I guess what, I'm, what, we, what I was trying to say at the beginning is, is – love yourself by approaching obstacles but but it is it is very important to say that 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 only works uh when balanced with caring for yourself and knowing mm-hmm. that like i i, I need and I, there is times where you need to to take a day mm-hmm. um it, it, to use um uh like working out fitness as a, as a, as an example, if you go a hundred percent every day, you'll never recover. You'll never recover. And that means you'll never improve at the rate that you could. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, any really good fitness person, teacher, whatever, uh, will tell you that if you, if you treat your body well, if you, if you're hydrating and you're eating the right kinds of things and you're resting when you need to, and that's sort of the big thing, taking a day off when you need to, mm-hmm. that's when you see the improvements coming at a, at a good rate. I think um, one thing to, to take away too, though, um, and, and this is for me, um, or not, not for me, but, but from my experience, and I think, I think you'd agree, is that um, it's not fluid. Like, like, it's not, sorry, it's not always fluid. It, you know, like... I mean, like this loving yourself um, can also be a very scary um, um, life upsetting thing. Like, um, yeah, like, you know, like I'm talking about like in class the other day after that conversation I told you about, Mm -hmm. uh, we just talked about it. How, what, like 20 minutes ago? I have no idea. Something like that. Something like that. Probably close to an hour. Um, So, but that conversation I had with that guy, um, after, uh, I sat down or after we had the conversation, I sat down and like, uh, you know, a real self-obsessed student, I guess, like I sat down and wrote a little thing out and, you know, without saying it very nicely or whatever, like having it perfectly like sketched out. Um, I was like, you know, like before being kind to yourself, before 
loving yourself before being hard on yourself or before being, um, you know, rough with yourself, whatever, before all those things, before you can do anything, you have to start by being honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You have to, I think, be honest with not just what you believe, but how you're wired. You know, what do you, what are you, what are you, who are you? And, and before actually, and this is, this is kind of something I, I like about your approach to things is that like, maybe the question who you are or who are you rather fuck the question, who are you? Um, (laughs) Maybe that's not very important. Maybe the question is, what are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can start moving from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. And, and, and to, 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 kind of compound on that I think like uh not to harp on this love idea but like that's I think that's sort of what love is sure like like um there there's a there was a a viral video from um I I don't I don't remember which teacher I want to say Pema Chodron but it might just because it was a Buddhist nun and that's the only Buddhist nun whose name I know sure uh but she was talking about love and 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 how it it's not grasping it's Mm -hmm. not like holding on it's 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 understanding Mm -hmm. you know and i think like if we're seeking to love ourselves like 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 we we kind of all know that loving ourselves isn't eating whatever we want masturbating all the time and and watching all our favorite movies um uh, loving ourselves we we kind of know intrinsically that there's there's something more to it um and and i think that like that what is more to that and it's not loving yourself even it's just like bringing love into life and maybe if we use a different word than love it's like compassion sure. compassion for 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 life compassion for for yourself and for others it's it's kind of got to be founded in honesty mm-hmm. and 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 if it's not founded in honesty then it's it's actually something else masquerading as love it's something else it's it's attachment yeah. it's it's to use really Buddhist terms, you you are you you are creating fetters. You're fettering yourself to okay. to an idea. You're attaching yourself to an idea, and you define it as love. But it's sort of fetters connection masquerading as true love. Sure. And and whereas uh, love, as we use the word, is actually a replacement for for the word like honest compassion. Sure. I think. So I think I guess like maybe maybe this is a good place to stop. Take a little um, break, yeah. When when we we if we go into the world and we we try to see things as they are, honestly and compassionately, and it doesn't matter if it's yourself or your loved ones or your boss or your teacher or whatever. Mm-hmm. We try to see things as they are honestly and we try to be compassionate to that. I think that we we're, we'll all be better off. Whether that means being sure hard on yourself or, or less hard on yourself it, it's the answers come from the honesty yeah yeah i think that's uh it's a good place to start it's a good place to start and it's a good place to stop yeah nice so, yeah thanks for listening um i don't think we said our names i'm kevin i'm jordan and uh we'll see you next time <laughs>